With Siata Dishmaya, let's continue on our lessons of understanding what we say when we're davening. What we're saying in Amidah and Shmona Esrei when we do tefillah, what are we actually saying? So let's continue. So now we're at the closing supplication before taking leave in our Amidah, where we say, My God, guard my tongue from evil and my lips from speaking deceitfully. And to those who curse me, let my soul be silent and let my soul be like dust to all. Open my heart to your Torah and let my soul pursue your commandments. And all who plan evil against me quickly annul their counsel and frustrate their intention. Act for the sake of your name. Act for the sake of your right hand. Act for the sake of your holiness. Act for the sake of your Torah. In order that your loved ones be released, deliver with your right hand and answer me. May the words of my mouth and the thoughts of my heart be acceptable before you, my master, my rock and my redeemer. He who makes peace in his high heavens, may he make peace upon us and upon all Israel and say amen. May it be your will, my master, our God and the God of our forefathers and the God of our fathers that the holy temple be rebuilt speedily in our days and grant us our share in your Torah. And there, will, and there we will serve you with awe as in the days of old and in earlier years. Let my master be pleased with the offspring of Judah and Yerushalayim as in the days of old and in earlier years. So, surprisingly, the Shmona Esrei does not end with its last blessing. There is a universally accepted supplication that we recite privately after the last blessing of peace. It would be inappropriate for congregants to complete the last blessing and then rush out to their daily activities. Rather, they should take a few moments to meditate on the meaning of the Shmona Esrei before respectfully taking leave. And the supplication we recite, my God, guard, was chosen from the stirring words of Mar, son of Ravina, among other powerful citations of the rabbis. Rabbi Zev Lef suggests that the import of these postscripts to the standard Amidah was that each was a prayer that speaks of the commitments that one will make as a result of the feelings evoked by the Shmona Esrei just recited. After experiencing many spiritual moments while saying Smona Esrei, we must now take a moment to contemplate how these values best be applied to our life. And the sages therefore would pause after prayer to state firmly for themselves and for their creator that their aspirations aligned with those that they had just recited. And it's fascinating to note that the prologue of the Smona Esrei, beginning with the words, My Master, open my lips. And the epilogue, may the words of my mouth and the thoughts of my heart be acceptable before you, my master, highlight God's gift of speech to man. And it's this unique ability that raises us above the animal kingdom and enables us to speak to God. It's also one of mankind's greatest challenges. Sadly, individuals engage in speaking badly about others, gossip, malign, lie, and use foul language when they have the audacity to go and pray as if God were not witness to their conduct. Since their statements and actions have not been pure and untainted, how can they possibly pray, pray with true sincerity? It is for this reason that both the opening words before we recite the Shemona Esrei and those that follow it address the need to always keep our speech acceptable. And let's take another look at the inspiring words of Mar, son of Ravina. Mar asked for protection, not from physical danger or personal threats, but rather from spiritual challenges. He asked God to protect them from the speaking evil speaking evil from his lips and from being deceitful. Mar realized that if he would give in to his desires to seek revenge, he could become as malicious as his enemies. He could have prayed for his foes to be punished, but he did not. He reasoned that ultimately his most important relationship in life was with God. 
acting upon this conviction, whenever his enemies would curse him, he would be totally silent. His soul would become like dust, without any ego to seek revenge. In brief, Mars sought not to destroy his opposition, but rather to make himself a better human being to serve God despite them. And when we say, open my heart to your Torah, what gave Mar the inner spiritual strength to restrain himself from retaliating against his adversaries? He wanted to and needed only one thing to overcome these challenges. Open my heart to your Torah. Our Torah is a reservoir for spiritual strength and fortitude. The Talmud quotes God as saying, I created an evil inclination and I created Torah as his antidote. And too often we think of Torah only as an intellectual endeavor. But in this saying of our rabbis, we learn that the Torah's power to light up our minds includes inner powers to make us better Jews in every sense. And so Mar shared with us his imparting prayers after taking leave from the presence of the Holy One. Blessed be he. As we discuss, he asked that God protect him from maligning people and to disregard those who curse him. In a sense, he was asking for the quality of humility. And Mar's colleagues offered their own versions of parting prayers. Among them, Rabbi Elazar offered, May it be your will that you cause to dwell in our portion, love, brotherhood, peace, and companionship. Rabbi Yohanan, when he finished his prayers, would say, May it be your will that you gaze upon our shame because of our sins and envelop yourself in your kindness. Rabbi, after Hishmona Ezra, would state, May it be your will that you save us from the brazen individual and from the trait of brazenness from an evil man and from an evil mishap and from the evil inclination and from an evil companion. So what's the common denominator between the views of these rabbis? Each of each one of these great men clearly experienced a spiritual accent while praying Shmona Esrei. They felt close to heaven, nearer to God, standing in humility before his majesty, king of the universe. When they offered the established daily prayers, they did so as part of the community. And though many recite these standard prayers as an obligation that they must discharge, these rabbis cherished the opportunity to express their love of God through these prayers. And this approach is in keeping with the directive that one should not make his prayers into a habitual obligation performed without the proper intent, but rather with meaning. As meaningful as these communal prayers may be, they are still not personalized. So therefore, our rabbi saw the need to add additional, personalized supplications after the tefillah ends. And after these rabbis completed their communal prayers, they could not descend from their spiritual level without taking the time to express their personal feelings and hopes that they return to their worldly activities. They appealed to God to protect them from their enemies and from within and without. From within, they asked for divine assistance in addressing the challenges of the evil inclination and for assistance in achieving humility. And from without, they requested to be saved from evil individuals, supposed friends and neighbors who appear as good people who actually threaten their welfare. And God has a special relationship with each of us. God loves and cares about every Jew, not just because we're part of his great nation, but because he put us into this world and charged us with a mission that only we can fulfill. Every individual must know and feel that special personal relationship with our creator. And when we say, may the holy temple be rebuilt speedily in our days, why do we mention the holy temple again in our private supplication when we have already prayed for the rebuilding of Jerusalem? The first mention of the rebuilding of Jerusalem was a national communal request. And the second is a personal wish that God will allow us to witness the restoration of the temple in our lifetime. It reinforces the message that our prayers 
as meaningful as they may have been, are not quite complete, not the same as they would have been during temple times. And there will, and there will, and there we will serve you with awe as in the days of old and in earlier years. Baruch Adonai Leolam, Amen ve Amen.